Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does you know, Cam Green's future look like in the test team? Is it a matter of waiting for, for Mitch um, to, to finish or is it could there be another spot that opens up over time? And look, he's batted six most of his test career, but he's been a fantastic number four for, for WA and I think averages close to 50 in, in shield cricket. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's always the, the idea that you can potentially shift the order to make room um, and put your best six batters or what you see as your best six batters in a certain order. And we've seen that. In Australian cricket before, we've seen, I think, David Boone went from three to opening. I think Justin Langer went from three to opening. Shane Watson went from six to opening, if I'm, I'm right. So there has been um, the ability to reshuffle and, and for that to be successful. But as I said, we'll pick the best 11 for that first test match in Perth. It reordered the thinking around what Australia's test summer might look like from a batting perspective. Uh, maybe less about the replacement opener and more about where Cam Green Fits in the scheme of things. The Australian coach, Andrew McDonald, in the studio yesterday. Let's catch up with Pete Lawler, who was at the SCG yesterday when the World Cup trophy was paraded publicly for the first time on these shores. Hello to you, Pete. Hello, Jared. Can I just say that I think that was one of the most illuminating interviews I've heard in cricket, the one that you did with Andrew McDonald yesterday. It was absolutely outstanding. Sorry to pump your tyres up and Andrew's, but I was fascinated by the revelations in that interview. I just know so much more about what's happened at the World Cup. And I, like a few other people, I think I know a lot more about what's going to happen in the future and also why. Um, and on top of that, just that reflection of the team and the way it operates um, and just that get that sense that Andrew McDonald and Pat Cummins, I mean, we've known it, but are just the right people for this team and this time. They, it almost sounds, they're not automatons, but there's, there's, there's a lack of emotion with these two guys. They're very sort of, uh, they're just practical. And, you know, it's hard not to compare it to the Justin Langer area. And I don't want to, and I don't do it to denigrate what went before because I think that was an appropriate way to go about it but they've taken the emotion out of everything and even that decision around the toss I found was fantastic because it was data and data only the data said you chased on that wicket you chase on black clay wickets um incredible to have picked that up from the Chennai match, incredible to reject that thing that says you change your processes in finals and runs on the board are what mattered. Significant 
too, I think, because even the Indians were taken aback by that. Ravi Ashwin brought it up. Yeah. He said he had a, a chat with um, Andrew McDonald, pitch side, um, during the final. And McDonald said, oh, we, it's a black clay wicket. This is why we've done what we've done. And Ashwin just shook his head and said, we've lost all our secrets. Um, and uh, you used that phrase, lens of a bowling captain. Um, that added to that decision too, didn't it? Because... A bowling captain knew how hard it was going to be to bowl in those conditions. Second, a batting captain, I don't know. The you know, batters are a little self-contained. Let's how they are, are they just a little bit uh, uh let's say ignorant of the needs of everyone else in the team. <laughs> he certainly suggests that. Um and said, This is the way we're gonna do it. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I really enjoyed that interview. In fact, I listened to it twice. <laughs> what did it tell you about the some of the thinking going on behind the scenes as to what we're going to experience when we hit the test circuit this year. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I took it the same things that Benny Horn's taken out of it in the newspapers today, um, the News Corp correspondent. Um, they're not... Uh, he used some very interesting phrases around, like, around Warner. Warner's playing. Warner's playing. He says, he used that phrase, we don't need to worry about future-proofing. We're concerned with the moment. And he points to the World Test Championship, and that's that's the impact to some degree that the World Test Championship has had on cricket, that every test match is important. You cannot, you should not experiment. You should not be placing the, the, the needs of the future in front of the needs of the present. Um, and to my mind, uh, to my mind, and, and I think to theirs, David Warner continues to play until... Somebody proves that they are a better option than him. And, and I'm not convinced, and I don't believe that they are convinced, that any of the waiting openers are better than him. And shock horror, I'm not sure that any of the three openers in this you know, great Australian bat-off that we're witnessing in the last round of the Sheffield Shield will actually play this, uh, necessarily play this summer. I don't think that Harris, Renshaw or Bancroft are necessarily the replacement for Warner. I think Green comes in. What would you think not of a, to the opening slot? No, but no, he comes back into the team. Yeah, what would you think of a rejigged Australian batting lineup? So a, a little bit of the philosophy around so post Warner. So let we I guess we're talking the West Indies Test. Write down the best six Test batters in Australia, and I think it would be Head, Manus, Kawaja, Smith, Marsh, Green. So do they yep. choose to do that, and therefore? Uh, it, uh, he unprompted, he raised Boone from three to opening and, and it's sort of hard to miss that is Marnus to opening and Green to four, which was always the Greg Chappell in the, in the foretelling of Cameron Green. This was always it, wasn't it? He, mm. Not just an all-rounder who would be six, but a batter good enough to occupy four. Yeah, that's what Greg thinks. There are some other sort of significant minds in cricketer who have gone off Greeny's batting a little bit, but I'm sure that that can be adjusted or fixed. I love it. I love it particularly because of the, well, it, it, it speaks to a sort of uh, more exciting brand of cricket, a more daring do, a more not just being stuck in the traditions of cricket, which is sort of goes back to the way they thought through that World Cup and some of their processes around that. Um, you know, and I've said it before to you, you know, my head was turned by baseball just as an entertainment, just the entertainment factor. And while McDonald and Cummins will, all they want to do is win. 
they're not concerned with entertainment, but I, by looking at green and acknowledging green, I think we're going to get more entertainment in the way that Australia goes about its cricket. If if we have green and marsh in the in the same team, having said that, Jared, you know, history with marsh is that you know, he's not there for long. Injury often catches up with him. Fingers crossed that he he is past that. And equally, um, green's um, durability, given his youth, has been extraordinary. We would have expected him to have broken again by now at some point, but he hasn't. So, yeah, in an ideal world, if they're both fit and both in the team, it's going to be some fun. It, it will be. It will be. So it felt to me like there's a squad coming on Sunday, so the end of the Shield rounds. So uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, final decisions made, maybe a squad, um, maybe only 14, two extra quicks, one extra batter. So Presumably that's Boland, Green, and then one other quick. Uh, so that that yeah. I, I think it will take a hook. The, the PM's 11's been framed as a bat off. It, it's anything but a bat off between Bancroft, Renshaw, and Harris. I think they'll know that they're not in it before they go and pat up. I don't know. They're, they're, they're pretending it's hard. Um, I, I suppose I could say I had a little chat with uh, Andrew McDonald this morning on the phone. I said, I. Oh, Hope you're heading off for a, a counter lunch somewhere in Geelong and you're going to have an afternoon nap and just enjoy this break. You deserve it. So, oh, mate, we've got to pick the team. Oh, come on. It's, you know, it's the 11 plus green plus a spare batter and a spare bowler. <laughs> it's just great. I can go to the pub. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard, should it? <laughs> and what was what was it like yesterday? So Mitch Stark and Pat Cummins paraded the trophy. I hope that is a feature of our summer. We had some great suggestions last week around lunch on the first day of each test, for instance, parading the, the mace and the ashes and the World Cup trophy. Uh, how was it It was as it was presented low-key yesterday? I heard a whisper when I went in that they were having trouble locating the mace. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Mitch Marsh isn't using it to sort of to play fetch with his dog or something and show the same disrespect he showed the World Cup. Um, yeah. It was an in, it, it was interesting. Isn't it? I I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I, mean, I sort of tongue in cheek had a go at them today in the paper, but I've really enjoyed the low key re-entry. It is so on brand to see Cummins push his shopping cart through that airport alone. Not even his wife or his dog or his kid came out to see him. He said, "That's too early for them." I mean, <laughs> God, you know, compare and contrast to what what would still be going on in India and Ahmedabad and those sorts of things. Um, they're not going to get the ticket tape parade. He did suggest that it would be amusing to put, you know, the new cult hero of Australian cricket, uh, Travis Head, you know, as a hood ornament on the bus and lead him through the streets. Yeah, parade around, mate. Uh, stick it in the cupboard. We've won. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> Was there, uh, from what I saw and read, it, is Cummins in particular, there is a great sense of pride in what they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. How often in life, Jared, do you sort of knuckle down and work meticulously to a point and everything go to plan the way that World Cup did? You know, it sort of, it kind of confirmed every hunch they'd had, every effort they'd made, um, every gamble that they'd taken. That There is a rare beauty to the way this, this World Cup came together. So they should all be feeling pretty smug with themselves, um, you know, uh, 
some of them, they all have their own ways of going about it and none of them sort of come out and have a bit of a lash around. But I noticed Zampa keeps the receipts. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. And I wouldn't be, <laughs> which is one of those new phrases, isn't it, Jared? I have to be careful I don't overuse that. I quite like keeping the receipts. Um, can't even remember what I was saying then. Just, just the sense of pride in what they were able <laughs> yeah, to do. I, yeah, it's, it's enormous pride and enormous satisfaction. And how could you not? And how could you not reflect on the achievements of this team? I saw a um, I saw a meme the other day that put funny how memes teach you so much this life. Um, put it into perspective about the trophies that the Fab Four of our era have won. So just through the Steve Smith prism, you know, Steve Smith's got the the three World Cup trophies and the mace and everything in front of him. And then you look at Coley and you look at Williamson and you look at, uh, who's the other member of the Fab Four, Jed? Coley, Williamson, Smith. Yeah. Well, Smith's got them all. Anyway, I still think we're missing one, but okay. Yeah. Hey, Pete. This is going well, isn't it? No, yeah. that's all right. We've, <laughs> we've tailed off. That's fine. Hey, uh, I saw that the best beers went into the Australian on Saturday. So that's our first rain delay over the test summer is sorted and some of our nights are sorted too. I was very pleased to see that three beers that you've got me onto are in the list. So maybe for the first time I have entries in your list, the Cooper's Brewery original pale ale, the little creatures pale ale and the, the white rabbit white ale. So you've, you've converted me to a more stylish beer and that that's it for our weekday chats. I'll see you in a couple of Thursdays' time in Perth, and we'll get to it on SEN Test Cricket. I'll bring the beer. (laughs) Good on you, Pete. Take care. Pete Lawler, the Chief Cricket Writer from The Australian. He's a part of our SEN Test Cricket coverage two, two weeks and a day from the start of things in Perth against Pakistan.